Hello. Did you miss me? Don't lie. I can spot a liar from here. Don't lie. Something new is in the house. Nasty. Nasty. Oh, that's right. You could thank Deli for this. He came in. He and the team. Shamari as Shamari well. and yeah. Ulrich got involved. These are some of the guys that cut up the clips and post them. All those savvy, savvy guys came in and they were like, Nasty. Oh, yeah. I'm still going to say it. Don't worry. I'm still going to be like nasty. But sometimes it, we need a double whammy. I say it and then we need the button. So the nasty button has arrived. Um, thank you, everyone. I was not here on Friday. I kind of teased out that that might happen. I had to move out of my apartment. Long story. We'll get to that. Not today. Because I want to I want to get to that when we talk about toxins invading our space and why you need to be alert to some of the Matrix's games. Um, today we have a fantastic show. We're making up for lost time. So they say. And the title of the show is says brainwashed modern woman says, I don't give a rat's, you know what that is, if the male species is depleting. So what are we going to talk about today? We've got viral video content on. We've got some very selfish modern women that you need to watch out for. We've got mixed messages women send to men. We're going to decode some of, you know, she says this, but she actually means this. We're going to decode some of that. Then there's some bad advice. You should never, ever, ever, ever friend zone a guy you like. Ladies, if you're listening, we're going to talk about that. We've got a feminist railing against conservative Barbies. I don't know. My conservative Barbie? Oh, I'll take that as a compliment. We're going to dig into that. We've got some OnlyFans girls making excuses. We've got some feminist brainwashing. We've got I don't need a man backfiring. I know I've done a backfire segment on this one is truly left everyone in my house laughing the baby included i'm not sure what he understood but something he grasped something at three years old so we're going to do all of that and more today it's going to be feisty we're going to start coming in hot in just one second today's show is brought to you by aura now y'all know i care about your financial security and your safety i don't want you getting your credit card stolen i don't want you getting your identity stolen i don't want you going through any type of heartache there is nothing greater than financial heartache unless health heartache Health is number one. Your finances get touched. It's a disaster for you. We all know that identity theft is happening every 14 seconds in America. Could the next victim of that be you? I'm going to try to make that not happen. So we're going to protect your privacy and your financial security with Aura. It's identity theft protection, fraud monitoring, a VPN, password management, and antivirus software. It's all in one app. It's super easy to use. I'm not tech savvy, as we all know. I'm able to go on. I'm able to check stuff. You set settings up. It's so easy. And then they just alert you on your phone. Aura monitors the dark web for your emails, your passwords, your social security numbers, and it sends alerts right to your cell phone and your email if something's going down that shady. So if there's a purchase that's made that looks a little fishy because you set these limits, you can say, hey, transactions above X dollars I want sent to me. You'll know right away. You get to call your credit card company. You get to deal with that situation before it balloons and snowballs into something that you don't want to even be involved with. You know, I talk about the system. You know, I talk about the death of privacy. Well, the VPN lets you stay anonymous online. It keeps your browsing history and your personal information safe and encrypted. 
So check this out. Aura, the first time I went on, Aura found my passwords on the dark web. I don't know how many times. It was like, I, one time I went on, I think it was like 40. A friend of mine went on, it was 50. I had a friend go on and it was like 35 just the other day. She nearly flipped out, signed on for the service. So here's what I want you to do. If you're curious about how many times your passwords, the ones that you think are safe, the ones that you think you don't have to worry about, how many times they are on the dark web, I have a special offer to you. You're going to go to Aura.com backslash Jedediah. It's also linked in the description. You're going to get two weeks of a free trial. Just test it out. See how many times your passwords are on the dark web. Protect yourself. And I want you to write in the comments and let me know. Let me know, A, what you think of the service. And let me know how many times your passwords were found. I'm going to start sharing stories of people who didn't know that their passwords are at risk. Think about where you use your passwords. Your credit card. Your bank account. Different sites that you go on. You got all these passwords. You think everything's safe and secure. Your social media. All of that stuff. You don't want it to be stuff that's going to easily get hacked. Aura is looking out for you. Get your trial today. All right. Modern women don't care about men's struggles. They don't care. You believe me? If you don't, let's take a listen to number one. Dell, you can roll that. I really don't give a rat's ass <laughs> if men, if the male species is depleting. Okay. <laughs> you guys have had your time to shine. If you guys want to get better, you guys can do that yourselves, but I'm not going to get you out of the slump. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's just like, I don't really care. Like, that's on you guys. I really don't okay, give a so rat. Okay, so could you be, one thing you have to respect about her, she's direct. She doesn't care about you. Now, you know what really bothers me about this? Somebody like this on that show, that's the whatever podcast, as we know, she probably got money sent to her, right? Or some guys, oh, you know, that some, I don't know. Does some of you guys like humiliation of some kind? Why would you spend time, money on women like that? So she's telling you she doesn't care about you. And women like this will often tell you guys, oh, I don't care about you until they need you. Until they need you. And then suddenly it's like, where's my guy? Oh, oh my God, the air conditioning unit broke and it's three o'clock in the morning. Oh, where, where's Jack? You mean Jack who you treated like garbage the last three weeks? Well, I mean, he wasn't all bad. Yeah, honey, it wasn't all bad because you're sweating beads of perspiration coming down your forehead. You're looking for Jack to fix that AC real quick, aren't you, independent modern woman? Mm -hmm. We know how it goes. All right. So, and you know, there's also a lot of disrespect because a lot of guys have to go through periods of struggle to become, to, to become you know, men, right? And they go through difficult jobs, you know, busting their butts, this, that, and the other thing. And they want to be the best version of themselves, not just for themselves, but for the woman that they want in their life, for the child that they once want to have. So there's just disrespect, by the way, to the whole journey. It's almost like, oh, if women step into garbage, right, make poor decisions, this, that, and the other thing, there's, there's a past, there's an excuse. If guys do it, oh, I don't care about their struggle. It doesn't mean anything to me, blah, 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 blah. So that's just, you know, the simple way to showcase to you how these women will just tell you right she's telling you straight up I don't care about what you're going through it's not about me I'm selfish right it's not it's it's not it doesn't affect me it's 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 get your you know what together end of story in a nasty way here wait nasty do you like me saying it better than the button you thought you were gonna like the button but you really want me to say nasty I know you do I know you're craving it all right girls say this but mean that so any of you guys out there feel like you get mixed messages from women? Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that before. I've also heard women, by the way, sometimes I'll be sitting next to a friend of mine and I have a couple of friends that are single, a couple that are divorced um, and a couple you know, that are married and I'll listen to them talk to their husband or whatever and I'm like, 
that's not what you mean to say. What is going on over here? Women do this, right? So let's, it, uh, there's a woman that made a video for us and she's going to try to clarify it. I'm also going to clarify her clarification. So let's listen to number two. Guys, I want you to tell me in the chat and Super Chats will be read. I already have some rolling in here. Deli sending them over to me. You tell me in the chat, have you experienced this? Women, is this you? Is this you? Let's take a listen. Number two. If she says this, here's what she actually means. Sorry, I'm really busy this week. What she actually is saying is she's not interested in hanging out with you. Are you seeing other girls? What are we? What she's actually saying is she wants to be exclusive with you and she doesn't want you seeing anyone else. Get off your phone. What she's really saying is she wants you to pay more attention to her. You're always staying late to work. You're always hanging out with your friends and playing video games. Oh, you're such a child. She's actually saying is she doesn't feel like a priority. You have nothing to worry about. He's just a friend what she's saying is you have something to worry about he's not just a friend why do you follow and like these girls photos what she's really saying is she's insecure and doesn't like you showing attention to other girls follow me for more tips like okay that's pretty pretty good honestly that's pretty true honestly so my first reaction is why can't you just say what you mean listen if you're a woman out there and you're listening do yourself a favor do your man a favor just be direct I know sometimes you struggle with like, if I tell him the truth, I don't want to look this way. I don't want to look that way. I don't want to seem insecure. You are always better to be direct. I have found in my experience, now maybe this is just my personal experience, that men are more direct. Almost to sometimes where you're like, did you have to be so blunt about that? My God. You know, they're just wired to be more direct. Women will go through this convoluted stream of I don't know what to try to convince you that they're not feeling the way they're actually feeling. Maybe some of that is them trying to convince themselves. They're uncomfortable with their reaction. They feel jealous. They don't want to acknowledge and admit that they feel jealous. They have to come up with some blame game. It's your fault. It's on you, whatever it is. It's not a good look. Women out there who are direct, who do say what you feel, who do say what you think, you're going to be the winners because guys are going to detect that and they're going to know they're not dealing with somebody who's playing games. So a couple of these are interesting. If she does say to you, he's just a friend, She's hanging out. She's got a male friend. Guys, listen. She's got a male friend. She's hanging out with him, doing alone time, doing stuff on the phone. You know, you catch her on the phone, walking around, doing this, doing that. And she immediately says, oh, my gosh, he's just a friend. Mm -mm. He's probably not just a friend. Ask yourself the following questions. Have you, have you spent time with that guy? Does that guy know your situation? Is she spending time with that guy without you? Or are you always invited? What You hear a little giggling going on in the other room when she's talking to me? You hear that going on in the other room when she's, mm -mm, what is she laughing at? You got to ask these questions, right? Because it's, it, you got to know what's going on in your own situation. So he's just a friend, typically is a lie. That means that either he's the backup or you are. That's the bottom line. Otherwise, the bottom line is if it is just a friend, you're invited. You're there. You formed your own relationship. Women who have a, a male friend that's legitimately just a friend, I'm not saying that that can't exist. It can exist. You are part of that equation. You also, as a man, become that guy's friend. She wants you fully integrated and comfortable. You're seeing that friend together. It's not an individual separate relationship. So you need to figure that out. You need to look and assess. And if she says, oh, don't be so ridiculous. Like, that's just insecure guys that don't know. It's smart guys who have their head on straight who know if you're having private conversations with some guy and you're laughing, giggling in the corner. I don't know what you're talking about. That's something weird going on. There's a creepiness to it. We all know it. So there's that one. Really busy means I don't like you. Okay, so if you write a girl and she's like, oh, I would love to go out, but my dog has to go to the vet. If the list of excuses carries on now, I'm not saying there can't be an emergency. 
that could pop up. But if it's, you know, oh, I have this and oh, my dog and oh, my, my mom or that means she's just stringing you along. She doesn't have the courage to say, I don't like you because she's not yet an adult woman. Or she wants to string you along in case she wants to get a free dinner somewhere in there. Like maybe, oh, I have nothing to do. Maybe I could just go one more time and get that Chinese food I've been craving. I could, I could do anything for an hour. There's some of that going on. Because busy beans, she doesn't like you. If a girl likes you, she will drop. Like she could have that little dog in her arm. Oh, you want to go out? Dog's on the floor all of a sudden. You're like, oh my God, fluffy. You know, she forgets everything because she's thinking about how to get dressed so fast. You know, she'll jump in that shower and be ready in 15 minutes. Get out if she really likes you. So you got to be able to detect that. Don't waste your time on women who don't like you. You're going to be climbing an uphill battle from day one all the way to that marriage and through it and then probably get cheated on. So you got to find a woman that's hot for you. You know that. Um, also, the get off the phone. Get off the phone. Get off the phone. Yeah, she doesn't like what you're doing on the phone, but also in a bigger way, she just doesn't trust you. Now, maybe there's reason not to trust you. I don't know what you're doing, but people do shady shit on their phones. You know that. But regardless, that that's a dynamic in a relationship that you don't want, right? So I don't understand why women can't just say what they feel. So here's your job, guys. You got to find women who just say what they feel. Now you may encounter a woman and she may actually tell you what she thinks. You may not be used to it, right? You may be thinking you're used to the game, right? So when she is blunt, you might be like, oh, that was a little harsh. See it as be grateful because then you know you got a woman who something comes up, something arises, you know, everybody gets some clouds in the sky every now and then. She's going to be straight with you. That is what you want to look for. Women do not behave this way like you need a decoder all the time, like you need a translator all the time because you're going to be a turn off to men. Men don't want to be with somebody that it's like, you know, you never hear that. You, you know this, right? Honey, what's the matter? Nothing. Honey, really, there's something wrong. What's the matter? Nothing. Honey, what is it? What's the matter? Nothing. Ten minutes later. You know, you were talking to somebody on your phone before, and I just want to I just want to say. So something was the matter. Just say to him, what's the matter? And why does he have to pull it out of you like he's pulling teeth? Have a whole hour and a half drama. Some of these women love drama. Stay away from the drama. Okay. Let's go to friend zoning. This is some terrible, terrible advice that this girl gives while I believe if I remember correctly I watched the clip last week while she's holding some type of glass of wine or something speaks for itself all right let's go to number three Deli have a little girl talk okay if you like a guy the absolute best thing you can do is friend zone him I am so dead serious about this but Nikki I don't want to put him in the friend zone because I really like it I understand but the problem with liking someone is that you give them too much credit before they even prove themselves to you and also you don't actually really get to know them you just like this idea of them in your head but if you friend zone them then you're actually getting to know the person and see if you if you really like them and you get to see if they're persistent enough to try to get out of the friend zone I wish I knew that sooner because I feel like I would have been less weird around my crushes if I just friend zoned them Okay, what, first of all, can we all ask what she's on? <laughs> Again, what are these women taking some type of, like, I don't, I don't want to venture a guess. See how she's shaking that glass? I mean, she just like the bug eyes, a little bit of crazy eyes going on, right? Did you see the crazy eyes? I did. It's the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> did you see did you see the crazy eyes yep. yeah see and you know guys you have to okay there we go that's by the way that is the still we will pull when we do this clip guys you have to be able to detect crazy eyes okay now i know that this is getting more challenging as the time passes and here's why because the botox some of these women get that botox i do not get we've talked about that on here that toxic craziness that by the way seeps out but they get that and it creates this like kind of thing going on right so you're like are they possessed 
Am I in the middle of a horror movie or on a date? What's happening, right? You're confused. So it's the, the, the crazy eye detection has gotten a lot more complex in the last, say, five or six years. Regardless, you have to look at the eyes. If the, eye, the eyes tell a story, if the eyes look crazy, or by the way, dead, because the Botox is doing that. You know, ever see the dead eyes where you see someone who they're pretty and they're just kind of like soulless? Mm-mm. Keep walking. Keep walking. You're about to encounter something that you don't like. So a couple of tips here. First of all, this woman is the manifestation of games, mind games. Oh, I'm going to do this to get this reaction. Oh, I'm going to do that. It's all pre-planned, premeditated stuff that is going to wind up being a headache for you. Stay away from women who do this, who play these kind of games. It's, it's a bad idea. Let me just say this. If she can friend zone you, she doesn't like you. So this idea that she would meet somebody that she's really into and make the cognitive decision, I'm going to friend zone him, that doesn't work like that. Her attraction will be too strong for you, and she will not make that decision. When women have an attraction for a man, they succumb to that attraction. They do. They do. Now, they may take it a little bit slower if they're, you know, say they're a virgin, say they're somebody who takes sex seriously. They may take that a little bit slower, but they're not going to put you in a friend zone. They're going to very clearly let you know this is a date that and they may even be honest with you and say, hey, listen, you know, I'm, you know, tell a little bit about their story, explain why there's like, you know, there's a little bit of time taken with the sexual activity, whatever. But they'll be they'll tell you you'll be able to read that, by the way, in a second. If you've got a mind mind game going on here, you see this is a mind game. It's crazy the way these women talk and what they do. So you can't just, she's not going to, if she friends owned you, she doesn't like you. If she says, oh, I think we should just be friends. Don't guys, because you like her, get it in your head. Oh, she's just saying that she wants to get to know me. She's not, no, she's saying that because she don't like you. And you're now the backup. You're that little, you're going to get a cuddly little blanket and sit on the couch with her and watch some movie where she gets to fantasize about a guy she actually likes. And maybe you can get her some tea in the process and she'll fall asleep on your shoulder and probably be waiting for a text message from a guy that she actually does want to jump their bones. You're, you're, just leave. Honestly, it's your, you're, you're basically a heated blanket at that point. Um, so, and by the way, this idea that, oh, you can't get to know somebody if you're dating them, you have to get to know them as friend is garbage. Is gar- you can get to know somebody and still define it as a romantic process, as a, as a process where you're dating. If you can't do that for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe you don't know how to date. Because the whole point of dating, and I know I'm an antique, I say that oftentimes, but the whole point of dating is that you go out, you sit down, you have an exchange, you get to know somebody, you ask them questions about their family, you get to know their, that is what dating is. You don't have to purposely remove all of the intimacy <laughs> at all, the hand-holding, the kissing, the intimate conversation, the flirtation in order to get to know someone. That is part of getting to know someone. So this girl is full of you-know-what and maybe a little drunk. I don't know. Could be. All right. Conservative Barbies. I don't know. I never thought of myself as a Barbie. I did go dressed uh, as a Barbie one Halloween, I will say that. Um, let me tell you about it for a second. I went. I used to work in a lounge and bar. Uh, in Manhattan. And um, actually, it's a terrible story because I used to work at a bar and I didn't want to work that night. So um, I called out and I went to a party instead. I did. And I dressed as a Barbie doll. Little, I had a little pink tank top on, a little, it looked like a little tutu, a long extension ponytail. You know what? If I have a picture of that, I'm going to bring it in. I thought I made a pretty good Barbie doll. Anyway, now I'm being called, me and everybody else that makes sense, is being called a conservative Barbie by a woman who you'll see in a second. You'll see in a second. 
judge away. All right, let's go to number four. And let's hear what she has to say. She's really mad. It seems to me at she'll show the picture of the we'll show the picture of the girl that she's mad at, but it seems attractive conservative women get under her skin. Let's find out why. Let's play that. Hating all men is an inherently sexist idea because you're blaming the entire male population. I'm stitching it again because I'm not done. My least favorite thing that these conservative Barbies do is try and flip the script. When they don't understand the script, they can't read the language the script is written in. And now they want to try and flip it. If you can't understand that society functions with main groupings of people as systems to give certain people power over others, then why are you talking about sexism? Because you don't understand it. It's a system. It's not an individual thing. When people criticize men, they are criticizing the system that is the patriarchy. A system that infiltrates individual minds at a rapid rate. And pretending like girls are just making this up is so ridiculous. When the system is so visible and obviously affects you in your daily life. Okay. She seems a little bit mad. She's a little manly, no? Can we say it? A little a little masculine, no? Hey, audience, let, let me know. A little if aggressive, you, yeah. That's a little tad aggressive. I would <laughs> love to hear if you agree. Whereas the first woman was very feminine, that it got under her skin. These, these heavily masculinized women always get upset, but with these women who look and act and speak in somewhat of a feminine tone. It drives them completely nuts. So she's upset at these conservative Barbies. And I would love to ask her, where is the patriarchy again? Where is it? Show it to me because she's spewing a talking point again. She's talking about power dynamics in society. Who has the power, honey? Who has the power? Do how many companies do you know will go out and say, we don't have enough men. We need to, to restore the balance here and we need to actively uh, recruit men. You see that zero? They don't do that, right? Because societally, that would not be an accepted talking point. They wouldn't be able to say that. How many, you know, things happen where you can say, oh, this is men only or this is not as offense that comes from that complete offense. People get super offended. There is no patriarchy, doll. It's over. You're thinking back. You want to go back uh, 100 years and have these conversations. Maybe society look different. We can have that conversation. There is no patriarchy. Who has the power? The answer is that women have a lot of power. Women have a lot of power. And. You know, you say, oh, well, there's not enough women politicians and there's not. Are they running? That's like, you know, oh, there's not enough women engineers. Do they want to be engineers? Women have a lot of power. They are praised consistently in media. They are elevated in households. We're now being told the future is female. Uh, we get lectures in academia. Boys are consistently told to sit down and sit back. And women are told to go to the head of the class. I taught in these schools. It's happening every single day. So who has the power? Who controls the dating marketplace? Women do. Women do. So I just this is just not a realistic uh, interpretation of modern society. She wants to play the victim. She wants to play the eternal victim. And that's fine. She can do that. But she doesn't get to equate her victimhood with reality. And I would love to know when she says, uh, oh, the power dynamic, meaning that, you know, women have less power. It's visible, she says. It, where is it visible? Where is it? And I guarantee you then the next talking point would have been the gender pay gap, which is not real. 
we've just dissected that. What is she going to say? Where is this visible imbalance of power where women are suffering and, and uh, I'm sorry, where, where, yeah, where women are, are suffering and men are just walking through life, you know, like it's, you know, those cartoons you see where they skip to the music and everything is, I mean, I just don't understand. So this is, this is a deluded woman. This is a woman who has bought into the talking points and she's mad. And that's the problem, too. They're building a society of very angry, very upset, very irritated women who are angry at not just society at large, but they're angry at men. And they're making demands now like they want equalizers brought in to 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 create what they think is equity when in fact, really what they want is the is the scales tipped in their favor. That's what they want. They don't want merit-based decisions. They don't want employers to come in and just hire people based off merit. No, they want women to be elevated because they are women, because they feel that they are here to counteract an imbalance that existed in society years ago. And they will compromise, by the way, the best person for the job to get a woman in that job, to, to make a point exclusively, rather than to accept that the best person for the job should get the job, man or woman. So these are people who, and the reason that conservatives really bother them is because conservatives repeatedly will argue for merit pay, will argue for, you know, don't make a decision based on somebody's gender, make a decision on, on who's most qualified. The conservatives repeatedly dissect this stuff about the gender pay gap and just speak truth about it and speak to traditional values and speak to traditional gender roles and aren't afraid to say things like you're kind of masculinized. And why so, why so mad, honey? Why so mad? All right. Passport bros. Remember we did that. Um, do we have chats yet? Delhi? I see one I here. Okay. Mr. Steelio Blocks. Interesting. Just got another one. 11 bucks. Edited this 10 times to get through. As a man, I'm done. Let society burn. I'll crack a beer and watch it. Okay. Well, listen. I get the sentiment of being, as a man, being upset. As, as a man being, you know, like, why are all these people you know, trying to make me out to be toxic when I haven't done anything. I get the frustration in, in modern day, but you always want, you have to think, do you want a family one day? Do you want children one day? Do you want your legacy that you may be proud of to carry on? If so, then you have to, you have to be invested in the change. And what that just means is that you have to resist. You have to resist um, in your daily life. You have to, you have to just not succumb to these talking points and to this nonsense. Uh, oh, Miss Celia Blocks again. Oh, look, it looks different this time. All the colors different all the time. That's so nice, like a little rainbow. Twenty-two bucks. Power engineer, ninety-nine percent men. Diesel mechanics, ninety-nine percent men. My trade. Oh, a diesel mechanic. You're gonna love the video at the end. Oh my God! Wait, till, you have to stay to the end to see the video. I'm ta- just trust me. Uh, always victims. Come to the skilled trades, honey. Let's see how long you last. There is one young woman in our shop, and she's awesome. One. Yeah, I don't know how to do anything. I do, and I don't want to learn. You know, sometimes my husband will say, babe, do you want, do you want to, I'm good. I don't want to learn how to change. I, I don't. I used to say I really need to learn how to change a car tire. And now I'm like, why do I need to do that? I don't want to do it. I don't care. I don't want to get dirty. I don't even like to, to put the gasoline in the tank. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it leaks. Then it leads to a lot of distress in my world. So I don't want to do that stuff. I don't want to do it. You know, and I'm lucky. I have a husband. And he's like, you don't have to do it, babe. Don't worry about it. Something needs to be fixed. I'm just not good with that stuff. And I acknowledge it. That's not to say there aren't, like you said, one woman here and there that will be drawn to that and will excel in it. That happens. But, you know, vast majority of women are not going to want to get their hands dirty in that respect, which means that you have a responsibility. Somebody's got to do the job, honey, if you want your oil changed and whatnot. So then be respectful 
and be grateful for the guys who do it and understand that if all guys disappeared, I don't need a man. <laughs> Guess what, honey? Your oil change would be done by you. Oh, no, I'd call somebody. Really? Who are you going to call if there's no guys and nobody works down at the mechanic shop? Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters? Okay. Passport Bros, we did a show with um, uh, MLD. People went nuts for that show. Not the one on Friday. The one, oh, my God. They got so offended. And, oh, oh my God. So we got, uh, we got some clips. And I was told that apparently this girl, I didn't know at the time when we chose it, but I think this girl's been on SAS, on SASCast. I'm not sure. Let's, maybe we should invite her. <laughs> All right, let's go to that first clip, 214 and number five. Why do you think so many men are traveling overseas to find wives in other countries? Men are traveling overseas to find wives in other countries? Why? I'm right here. I'm single. No, no, Why? I, I want to be married. Right, but I'm saying, do you see typically see women traveling if, overseas if to find husbands? men are traveling overseas to, to countries that have less money and less education, it's because they want a woman who is dependent on them for their livelihood, for their resources, to have a good life. And I don't think that that is a good thing. A lot of the men I know okay. that go overseas. Okay, so first of all, if you're like, why are you going overseas? I'm not married. I'm not married. You're, forget it. You're not getting picked, honey. Something's wrong with you, that means. If you're advertising, oh, hey, everybody, I'm single. When, when women do that, guys, just keep walking, right? You go to the bar, and there's a girl there, and she's like, all over everybody she's just dying for some love you know or some some attention something you, you pass right by that girl right or if it's a rough night and you're looking for a hookup which I don't recommend maybe you capitalize on that moment and you're like well I'll just just for tonight bad idea you do it nonetheless you know it own up all right so any girl who behaves this way you know you don't want to see a desperate woman is not attractive not attractive it's the difference by the way between acting desperate and acting interested in a man like, oh, you like it, you know, you want to let that guy know you're interested in him. Guys like that to be appreciated, you know, flirting, whatever, but not like, oh, I'm here, everyone. Why haven't you picked me? Oh, we'll find out soon, honey. Don't worry. Um, and then this other part, actually, Deli, I want to play that one more time because there's a, a quote she uses. Go back to 214. I want to play it one more time. Why do you think so many men are traveling overseas to find wives in other countries? Men are traveling overseas to find wives. Why? I'm right here. I'm single. No, no, Why? No. I want to be married. Right, but I'm saying, do you see typically see women traveling if, overseas if to find husbands? men are traveling overseas to, to countries that have less money and less education, it's because they want a woman who is dependent on them for their livelihood, for their resources, to have a good life. And I don't think that that is God a forbid. good thing. A lot of them. God forbid. God forbid a woman be dependent on a man. Oh, my God. Who hurts you, honey? I'm asking. MLD's in the chat. He can't be in the chat, but he said he's sending some message here. You know he's listening. He wants to say who hurt you, honey. You know that. Who hurt you? Because that's the line he pulled over on that. Bangs. But, you know, bottom line is, why is that being vilified? I mean, why? There's women all over the place that say, you know what? I don't mind leaning on a man. I got a good quality guy here. He's going to take care of me. That's a beautiful thing, by the way. That's called a gentleman. And she says, I want to, you know, take care of the kids. And I don't want the pressure of having to work. It's stressful. I don't want the pressure of having to put food on the table and having to put, you know, bring the money in. I don't want that responsibility. And it works for families. Why is she somehow saying that's, oh, yeah, you can't be, you know, dependent on a man? Did she not find a guy that was willing to take care of her? Is that the problem? There's something going on here. There is something going on here that's not good. 
Also, these guys that go, these passport bros, they're, they're just looking for a nice woman, right? They're looking for a woman who doesn't talk like that. They're looking for somebody who's going to be grateful, who's going to be pleasant to be around, who's going to be in a good mood, who's going to, you know, understand that a man as a head of household is a beautiful thing, who's going to be respectful, who's going to want to be a good mom. That doesn't mean there's not going to be mutual respect in that house. Of course there's going to be. You pick a good quality guy, they love you. They respect you. They appreciate what you bring to the table. They know that men and women are different. They know that you can't do what they do and they can't do what you do and they don't want to try to do what you do. That's why you're there. So to, to say there's not love or respect in these situations is, is completely, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's just that there are traditional gender roles and that's how the house works. And you know what? That's how houses work for a really long time. There were a lot of happy families and a lot of well-adjusted children that are not so well-adjusted anymore. So let's just have that conversation if you want to, honey. All right, let's go to 823 because it's about to get crazier. Maybe it's not the majority of men, but it's starting to become a movement. Well, fuck you. Go away. Go find your women wherever you want if you're not satisfied. I don't know what to tell you. If you want a woman who barely even speaks English and just has to suck your dick, um, go for it. That's Well, I'm just asking on behalf of those She's men, so I suppose. Mad. So. If so, and this man- is, by the way, attractive girl. We can all acknowledge. I think she's attractive anyway, although the attitude really takes you down. If you'd like to rate somebody, I say attitude could take you down a few pegs in my book. This is a woman, like, has she been put in the recreational use only box too long by guys? What happened here? Something happened because she, was she dumped for, you know, some beautiful woman from, I don't know, Japanese woman or someone that was not from here that was, you know, just feminine and happy and smiling and had great energy to be around and maybe she got dumped for that one. Something happened here that... And is a bitterness that's happening among American women, too, because this is a trend now where guys are saying, I don't want to deal with American women. I don't want to deal with these feminists. I don't want to be told I'm toxic. I don't want to be lectured about feminism. I don't want to feel like, you know, my masculinity is being labeled all sorts of nasty stuff. I don't I don't want to I don't want this. I don't like that masculine energy in a woman. I want I want a wife. I want, you know, I don't want a husband. I don't want husband energy. I am the husband. I want wife energy from a a feminine woman. And there's these American women get mad because they're getting more and more digging in in their their ways. They're lonely. They're depressed. They have no guys. And some of these guys are either saying, I'm not getting involved with any of you. I'm going to be by myself right now because you're all crazy. Or I'm going to go look somewhere else where women haven't been corrupted at this level and lost the beautiful things that make them female. Got a lot of angry women in the U.S., Maybe they're going to have a parade about it. Who knows? Okay. Uh, let's see the chat. Big Booty Latinas, welcome. Wow, there you go. Five bucks. Jen, you were robbed for the fee of the year 2022 award. I love this. I just want you to know I voted for you, and your five-star WikiFeet rating is justified. That's interesting. I didn't know that I had been nominated. I, I, you don't see my feet on the show, so perhaps that's why I've slipped down a bit in the rankings. I don't know, Deli. The feet lovers are. <laughs> I don't know, man. I do have nice feet. I will say that. Take a vote. You want me to do my do the show with my feet up here? How fast can y'all how fast can y'all get the subscribers up if I do that, huh? My husband was like, do it. It's just feet. It's not just feet for everyone, though. We know that. All right. El Chino. Nasty. Wait. Nasty. <laughs> it's like having a, a weapon on set. Omega Rosatsu blame shame and the need to be right. Yeah. Terrible. Caleb Faust, sorry I'm late to the stream, flying to Denver. Can we get a don't be nasty t-shirt? Oh, don't you worry, the merch is coming. Listen, 
All I'm going to tell you is that you're going to see some merch like you've never seen merch before. Get ready and you're going to want it and you're going to have to get some for your girlfriends. You're going to have to get some for your boyfriends. I don't know what the, the gender split is. Maybe you're a Z or Zem. <laughs> What's that? Z Zem? Okay. Night James II. Hello, Jed. I've been enjoying watching your backlog of content for the past month. I've even sent some episodes to my girlfriend. Not sure if she has taken to, the, to them, but she mentioned getting into trad wife content. So maybe you never know. You got to ease her into me, you know, you got to ease her into me. I'm a little rough around the edges. I'm a New Yorker, you know, it is what it is. Omega Rosetsu, 10 bucks. As a passport bro, if I want a woman to control who is stupid, I can flash my bank account at this recreational woman. It is the attitude and arrogance that drives us away. No lectures and nonsense. Where's that MLD one that was there before that I missed something? MLD is that him WTF how you gonna crap on an entire culture like that there you go and he sent a chat before that disappeared that Mm -hmm. said something about um, he wasn't able to send super chats oh he said he wasn't able to send super chats but doing a great job MLD's in the house people love MLD on this channel MLD you got quite a fan base is all I'm gonna say I don't know what you're doing some type of magic but it is what it is All right, let's talk about some picky women let's talk about some they say they're not picky they're not picky you know, women say, I'm so easy to please. I'm so, My mom, mom, I love you. I bring you up sometimes because you know how you are. I love you to pieces. My mom is the best human, but she'll be like, oh, I'm not picky. I'll eat anywhere. Mm. You go into the place. She's like, mm, I'll pass like a whole buffet. And I am picky. So I know, but I own my picky. I own my picky. All right, mom, I love you. Don't get mad at me when I go home because I'm not in the mood for a fight. Just saying. Okay, let's go to 1057. Number seven, picky women. Let's hear it. Seven. You see, it's uh, number seven. Yep, got it. I'm gonna say something, and this uh-huh. might ruffle little feathers. I don't think just being a good man is enough mm-hmm. to be to stay okay. in a relationship with them. But when I say a good man, I mean like he's I don't, good all. That means all around. That means himself, spiritually, mentally, physically. That's great. Healthily, but like he's a good man. That doesn't mean that he's the man for okay. you. And all right. So you know, here's the thing. <sighs> these women will put all of these restrictions, right? Oh, he's got to have this. He's got to have that. We talk about the six figures. You talk about the height. You talk about now. Now it's like it's not enough to be a good man. No, no. It, I also need to be, you know, perfectly compatible in this way. And I got his sense of humor has got to be just right. And listen, at some point, just accept that you're going to be alone. You're going to be alone. And you know what's interesting to me is that for years and years and years, You saw couples, happy couples. I can think of my grandparents on both sides, great grandparents on both sides, other people's grandparents. Uh, You know, it it, it really started with, I think, my parents' generation where people started to get like you were looking for all of a sudden the perfect match, which doesn't exist. We all know my grandparents were two crazy Italians. They disagreed a lot. I'm sure that they didn't check every box for each other. They were married their entire lives. They got married. I think my grandpa was like 20 when they got married. Um, I think my grandma might have been a little older than him, actually, by a couple of years, maybe 22. They had three kids. They were together forever. I can remember them fighting one time and my grandma chasing him around the house with a loaf of Italian bread. I mean, things happened in the house, right? But it was just... It, it just, it wasn't like you were always looking for the, oh, well, there's somebody better for me. Like you almost, you knew very few people who had been divorced. And there was just this acceptance that you met somebody, they were a good person, 
you know, they checked a few boxes and you were like, okay, I'm going to, you know, start my family. And then you worked it out. You became a, a family unit. You relied on each other and you worked through things. Now, because of the way social media is um, and technology is and the text messaging is, first of all, all the exes are like in a storage cabinet that you can go check. Oh, I can go stalk an ex. I can go see what they're up to. Oh, I can message this person. They can message me. It's like there's no connections don't break. Some connections are meant to be broken. It's like some people are meant to stay in your past and that's it. But now it's like everybody's always able to see what everybody's doing. So they recycle into the present if you're with somebody that allows for that to happen. Then it's like, oh, these people have a fight with their boyfriends. Suddenly the boyfriend's bad. There's all social media is full with a whole bunch of guys. Oh, well, this guy said, sent me a message on my DMs and this guy said this to me and I don't know this guy, but... I don't know, maybe they're better than the guy I have. You know, there's all of these supposed options all the time, particularly at women's fingertips. And that's why when we talk about women are the ones who leave most of the time, well, yeah, because they have all the options. They're constantly being inundated with, oh, you're so hot. Oh my God, I love that picture. Oh, when you get rid of your boyfriend, let me know. Oh, I know you, we dated five years ago, but you look so damn good. I just had to let you know. Like this is, this happens all the time, all the time. And I know because it's happened to me. It's happened, and I ignore those messages. I actually changed my phone number twice. I'm not kidding. I changed my phone number twice over the years. Once when I was in my early 20s, and then once, you know, when I met my husband, because I didn't want these people that you know from the past in any way. Even if I had a date with somebody, I don't need you recycling into my like. What's done is done. Like I'm ready to start my life with someone. That's a responsible thing to do, by the way. And I don't stalk people. I don't care what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? But they do because every time they have a fight, it's like insecure. I'm going to find somebody. Oh, I'm going to make my boyfriend jealous. So there's a lot of that going on. Stop being so picky to the point. I'm not saying you got to just pick any guy off the street. But if you're so picky to the point where you, you, you're, you've lost a sense of reality, then just accept you're going to be alone. You're going to be alone. You're going to be part of that freeze your eggs culture. And then you're going to be crying. 1726, Stellion number seven. End of the day. If y'all let the man be a man, like I promise, and you pick the right one, I promise the shit is gonna flow so beautifully. Do you know what we have to pick from? Do you know what's <laughs> out here? You you must not I was know. Waiting. You know who I thought was gonna say that? I thought she was gonna oh, say yo, that. Okay. Okay. So she's like, "Do you know who we have to pick from?" Could you flip that though? Couldn't a guy flip that and say, "Do you know who we have to pick from?" Women who are like, you know, I want to go to the club with my, I know we're dating, but I want to go to the club with my friends tonight, coming out wearing what looks like a bikini with stilettos, like with strip club. Do you have a side gig you didn't tell me about? Um, I agree that both genders, I think people are slacking in some respects. I do. The women are becoming less feminine. The guys are sitting watching the pornography and sitting in front of the video games. Everybody's getting fat in this country. So, yes, it's not what it should be. It's not at optimum capacity. Go to a beach. I live in Florida. Go to the beach and it's like it's it's like the uh, obesity capades. I don't know what's going on even. It's like people are just running. I'm seeing bellies jiggle. I'm like, get me out of here. Get me out of here. Shamu's left and right. Left and right. So, yeah, the, 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 you know, the marketplace is not looking so cool in general. But again, like own own both sides of that. Don't make it like, oh, well, you know, women have are just like here. We're all tense. And look what we have to choose from. Really? Come on. These women have to take no personal responsibility. Own that there are a lot of women out there behaving badly and disgusting, nasty stuff. 
Guys don't want to be with nasty. And yes, there is a lot of guys that aren't stepping up to the plate. These women in the same breath, by the way, will get mad at people like Andrew Tate who are telling these guys, get it together. Get into the gym. You want to fix your depression? Don't turn to a pharma drug. Go do it for yourself. Go get a six-pack and come talk to me. Eat the right food. What are you eating? The big donuts, all that? What's going on? You know, whoever it may be. I'm not just saying Andrew, but there's health gurus out there trying to say, get it together. In addition to guys in the manosphere and whatnot. Then they get mad at those guys, too. So you can't win with these women. But you just can't. Brainwashing. Feminist brainwashing, number eight. Let's do that. Women accept... Women have been trained and programmed to accept whatever they can take half the time. Those are some women. Some women are like that. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to. That's a lie. Mm -mm. No. Yeah, some women. Yeah, sure. Sure. That's a lie. You can't in the same breath be like, well, I want somebody who makes six figures and I want somebody who does this and I want somebody who does that. He's got to be six feet tall and he's got to do this and he's got to do that. And he's got to be just the right personality and he's got to make jokes a certain type of way. And he... You, if you had been trained to just accept, then you wouldn't be making all these specifications. You would just have some guy that you, you know, decided on and he checked four out of ten boxes and whatever. That's not what's happening. You're getting pickier and pickier and pickier by the day because you think you can. So let's be realistic. Yeah, sure, some women, some, I love when they say that, someone, you make a statement and it's like, well, no, these two women over here. It's like, yeah, those two women over here. What about these 98 out of 100? What are they doing? Come on. Also, it's really interesting. You ever notice that, like, go back, like, 40 years, and you had women, all different ethnicities, all different, you know, fives, six, twos, tens, and they found a partner. You, you know, you, you, saw, you saw couples more readily coming together, right? Now there's this, like, constant struggle, like, the women's got to find the exact, I mean, I don't know what's going on in female culture and if it's exclusively related to technology, but these women have gone mad. And then they get to 35 and it's like, oh, what am I, yeah, I'm running out of time. What about the 10 guys in your 20s that were all, what, they only checked eight boxes out of 10? One didn't have a sense of humor that you were ecstatic about and the other one was, what, 5'9"? Five, 5'10 five, and a half wasn't good enough for you? Who's 5'1"? Own up. Ladies, you got to own up. Listen, I'm trying to remedy this situation for you too. I love when I get messages. You're tough on women. Well, I am one. And I see what's happening. And I'm like, my gosh, if women behaved like this, 30 years ago, it would have been a disaster. It would have been crazy. Okay. Sometimes you just got to be a 304. No. No. Let's go against what this woman's saying. Number nine, let's do it. Then we'll get to chat. A, like thing right now to tell women going through like a breakup or some like life-altering event caused by a man is to be like, you just need to find yourself. You need to go on a self-love journey. Like make aesthetic videos of you like going to the gym and like eating salads and like you know, finding inner love. Sometimes, sometimes you should just be a slut. Maybe that's the healing that you need. You need to be absolutely fucking feral in the streets. Have you considered that? Have you considered that? Because sometimes, sometimes that shit fucking works. Absolutely just go to fucking town. Okay, go on, go on nine dates a week. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. That's just me. Whenever I've been going through a hard time, feral. Just be fucking feral. Don't get an STD. Be safe, okay? And try to try to date men who are making, you know, over 200K. Just in case an accident happens, you know? Okay. First of all. Nasty. 
I, don't, I can't press it enough. I really can't. And by the way, something visually about that with her eating the sam, seeing all the food coming in. I mean, could you? I mean, I can't. I was hungry before that clip, and now not so much. If you know what I'm saying. Masculinized woman, no? Doesn't it seem like a you know like you ever look at a woman? Okay, I'm gonna say it. You ever look at a woman and you're like, she, it looks like you should, like her feet would stink. You know what I'm saying? A woman, certain women smell nice. They're put together. You look at a woman and you're like, I know that she's going to smell pretty. And guys like that, right? Because guys sometimes do stink a little bit and they don't want a stinky woman, right? And they'll look at the, a woman that she looks like so I, something's going on that's not good. I'm just saying. And she's talking about how she's going hopping in out of bed. Who's sleeping with that woman like that? <sighs> you guys. Okay, so this is a broken woman. This is what a broken woman sounds like. Women are should not find being feral in the streets, as she said, as she so said in such a feminine tone. <laughs> they should not find that healing. When women break up with somebody, you know what we do? Feminine women, we cry. We get nostalgic. We put sad music on and we look out the window and our hairs blow and we imagine that we're in some type of music video. Then we cry more. Then we watch The Notebook and... Um, the Vow and every possible movie from, you know, 10 years ago that we can pull back that has some sort of like, you know, tearjerker. Then we call a friend and we talk to them about everything that went wrong and we recycle that 500 times until, you know, we're both nauseated and we exercise a little bit and we that's what happens. That's what women do. We don't get feral in the streets. I mean, what is she even talking about? I can't. Who are these women? Is this some type of, is the testosterone that's leaving the guys just going right into their veins? Oh, nasty. Then she's like, yeah, be safe. Be safe. Oh, God. Nasty. I can't. Women who are, by the way, feminine do not behave this way. They don't. I'm telling you. I've known women my whole life. I only knew one woman that behaved that way. In fact, she told me a story once. She said, oh, I went out and I woke up in some guy's apartment. And I looked over and I was like, who is that? Where am I? <laughs> and then she put vodka in her, no, Bailey's in her coffee and rode the train to work. And I was just like, I didn't even know what to say. I was like, dude, I don't, I can't relate to that on any level. So, oh my God. It's like they're multiplying. These women are multiplying. Crazy. Oh, let's do the chat. Rob, uh, Rob Boudreau, five bucks. You can use the button as a nasty meter. One push is nasty, two really nasty, three extra. That's what I did. You just did I just, you read my mind. Who is this, Rob? Is he here? Is he hearing me? What are you doing? You got some cameras. You spying on me. Are you part of the Matrix, Rob? Don't make me call you out. All right. Khalil's racing, five bucks. To paraphrase, uh, MTR, some women want to turn a Superman into Clark Kent. That's true, too. I never did like Superman, I have to say. I don't know. He's not my type of superhero. I liked the Hulk. I used to like Spider-Man for a while, and then I realized, no, I can't. Because, you know, the way he was with Mary Jane, I can't sign up for that type of oh situation. Terrible. Such a simp. Yeah, big time. I did like the webbing, though, swinging around. I thought that could be fun, you know, as, as a young girl. Now I, I like the Hulk, though, because I do. I think a guy who, you know, pushed me too far, and yes, you have to have control, but, you know, Something is attractive about a guy who's just like, stay away from my woman. You know, I don't know. Call me crazy. Rick Bourne, 20 bucks. Facebook has caused a huge amount of divorces as people from the past have decided to hook back. It's true. It's true. I've, I went through a period, by the way, before I met my husband. This is not a joke. I went through a period before I met him. I was single. And I 
was on social media. And I would have, I was getting messages from guys. One guy I dated at 22. I would call my best friend and say, do you remember this guy? I went on two dates with, didn't, didn't sleep together. Nothing, nothing like that. I wasn't like that. He was like, I, I was crazy. And I was like, what would be happening if I had somebody here right now? Why would I get rid of these people? Facebook is, you know, it is what it is. John Sicaro, 10 bucks. Dear Miss Beela, thanks for all you do. Your content is welcome. Sanity in this crazy world. Keep up the good work and fight the good fight. Best wishes to your hubby and son. Thank you. Mr. Stilio blocks again. Five, six, feels bad, man. <laughs> That's what he said. John Doe, 20 bucks. There went my appetite. Indeed. That sandwich got to you too, didn't it? Mm. Sean Desmond, it's great to see your channel supporting men. I really wish you were doing this channel 15 years ago. Thank you. Yeah, 15 years ago, I was doing, I don't know what I was doing 15 years ago. I was in New York City, probably wishing I didn't live there. All right, let's see what we got left. I know we're going over today because we started late. Let's try, um, let's try number 10, Delhi. Oh, yeah, yeah, number 10, number 10. We got two more after this. This is short. Feminists make fun of men for following. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. I can't yeah, see. Yeah, there you go. Men's interpretation of feminism now is just never helping us with anything. <laughs> That's a feminist now. Like the number of times the tiniest woman helps me with my luggage on the plane. It's always the tiniest woman, like a woman like you, who's like, oh, I'm going to join in and help her. And then we're both struggling and we're both like, oh, you know, like trying to get it up. Like, no, you've got it. Okay, you've got that side. You've got... And then a strong man's like, they've got it. Okay. So I'm a feminist. Don't want to offend them. Okay. Yeah. So this is funny. Right. We can all appreciate. Oh, ha ha. Because you envision this, right? You're on a, a airplane, a little tiny old woman coming, trying to help you with this. But you listen, you men listened to you. So they took your advice. You said, I don't need a man. You said, I don't need you to open that door for me. I can do it myself. You said, it's insulting for you to offer to pay. What, you think I don't have my own money? You think I'm going to be some dependent? So they said, okay, hands off. You said, don't pull out my chair for me. What, what do you think? What am I, a child? You gave them that direction, and a lot of these guys listened to you. And now you're mad about it. Now you're like, oh, I get on a plane, and I got I to gotta lift my own luggage. What do you think? A guy wants to come up to you and help you and offer to lift your luggage into the compartment and get scolded in the process? Maybe he could get called a misogynist. Maybe he could get a lecture about feminism on the plane after he offers to do something nice for you. No, they're tired. These guys are tired of the abuse. They're tired of being told this and that. They're tired of the mixed messages. So they're just like, I'm not doing it. Let her do it herself. And that's what's going to find you in a really bad situation, honey, because you know what? You may be able to get that suitcase up there, but there's going to be stuff you can't do. You're going to be crying out changing that tire I don't even know the right terms to use for that I don't know that thing you put under the wheel I can never quite do it right mm -mm. you're going to be cursing and crying and 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 wishing you had AAA I don't know and you know who would show up honey if you AAA you think it's going to be two women in the truck that show up to help you what are the odds I know there's somebody in the chat that's going to be like what are you talking about I'm a woman I know how to change it to I know you do honey whoever you are that one out of a hundred I know the other 99 don't want to do it Telling you straight up. They want some guy to show up and do it for them. So feminists, stop complaining. What do you want? Do you want guys to be guys or do you want them not to be guys? Make up your mind. Make up your mind.
I hear you hear that uh, deli Vin, Vincent O'Shaughnessy here. Whenever Vincent O'Shaughnessy here, you hear him in the hallway. You hear some type of screeching or some. I don't know. He just electrocuted somebody <laughs> probably. Screech, Who yeah. knows that screech? You know it, y'all. All right. Uh, let's talk about. We have two more. Let's do number eleven. Feminist says men will and should abolish themselves. Oh, this is the best from the Netherlands. Just take a look at where we're. If you, you want to know where the U.S. is headed, take a look. All men must die. All men must die. Why you want me dead? Um. Yeah. It, you don't have any knives on you, right? No, no. I don't, I'm not gonna kill them. I'm not gonna call, kill the men. They're going to uh, abolish themselves in the end, eventually. Why is that? Um, well, because patriarchy, which is also a man-made thing. You, blame, you believe we live in a patriarchy? I, I think so. You think you, you don't think so? I don't think so anymore. Oh, what do you think you're living in then? Matriarchy. That's like the women thing, right? Oh, are you for real? That's <laughs> okay, why women so have more right. First of all, I mean, here's why I'm showing you this. It is an extreme example. It is an extreme example, but these women exist. These women exist. And if you go to these rallies, by the way, and by the way, I've infiltrated a few of them. I have because I have to see, you know, who, who are these crazies? You know, they're always dressed up in some type of costume, some type of crazy signs. I don't know. Some type of psychosis going on. They will say things like this. Oh, men are the bomb. If men, if all men died, the world would get better. There'd be no wars. There'd be nothing bad happening ever if all the men disappeared. Mm -hmm. And then what happens when there's a fire in your house, honey? Who are you going to call? Like I always say, Ghostbusters. Look at the sec. Listen to the second part of what she says. It gets even better. Eleven fifteen. Yeah. You think it would be better if all men would die? Um, well, for a lot of things, it would be better, yeah. Who's going to fix your bike or your car? <laughs> Because I don't see you doing it. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe then I should walk soon. Maybe you should. Mm. It's really weird, I gotta say. I'm noticing that you... Okay, so she even says... Oh, who's going to fix the car? She knows enough to say it's not her. Oh, maybe I should walk. Honey, what would everybody be on two feet walking? Maybe you could get a Flintstone car and you could just have your feet at the bottom going like this. She won't build it. She won't build it. <laughs> horse and buggy? Should we call the horse and buggy from Central Park? These people are unserious. But you know what? I'm going to tell you again. Why do I show these things? Because first of all, this is, this is now infiltrating the United States, one. And secondly, they vote. These people vote. Oh, they're in the Netherlands, though. Yeah, sure. It's all becoming, you know, one world government, as we all know. They vote and get, these people have a voice. And you know what? They sit on podcasts and they sit on social media and they, they're increasingly getting more powerful and they're puffed up by Hollywood and they're puffed up by media and they're puffed up by the magazine industry and they're puffed up by cable news. And they're all that's why this guy's saying the matriarchy, because it's like, who's running the show? Come on. I've been in these executive boardrooms, by the way, where they say men are in charge. Men are in charge. They always say that, right? I've been in plenty of rooms where there's six men and there's two women. And those two, whatever those two women want happens. It happens. Because there's a lot of words that could be thrown around if it doesn't happen. Misogyny and sexism. And people are tired of dealing with the words. So they're just like, give them whatever they want. I've seen it. 12. This is the last one of the day, and then we'll revisit the chat one more time. So you, I don't need a man, right? I don't need a man. I don't. This is a fantastic video of why, honey, you need a man. And you know it. Let's play it. 30 seconds later, something not so chill happened. Go all the way to the beginning, Dell. I've accidentally I I, overfilled oh, it. Is? Later, okay. something oh, okay. not so chill happened. I've accidentally overfilled it by like a quart, maybe? 
And I checked, and just as I suspected, that's really bad, because if I drive away, my engine's going to explode, and it's 8 p.m., I can't go to a mechanic this late, and I don't have any tools or equipment to get underneath the car, so let's figure out what to do. Okay, I think if I get some sort of squeezy tube or <laughs> siphon in there, I could get some of the oil out. All right, I just went to the store and bought a turkey baster. Um, I'm just hoping that the stick isn't too big for the hole. <laughs> turkey baster! Mm. Oh my God. That would be me. I am playing. I don't know why I thought this would work. <laughs> it's late and I'm tired. And of course that's not gonna fit. I don't know the anatomy of Kia Optimas, okay? All right, so I just lime scootered to AutoZone and they recommended a siphon pump. Um, so let's try that. Unboxing haul. This is the <laughs> deluxe siphon hose, which is going to save my ass right now. <gasps> okay. I overfilled my my oil, so okay. I might need a full oil change. Yeah, um, so I admit that I was wrong and I don't deserve my dick. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you don't, honey. You don't have one. You don't deserve one. Okay, so this is what happened. This is real. Now, kudos to this woman, by the way, for showcasing this because she could have gone through this whole thing. And she starts off saying that she had said, I don't need a man. And a few minutes later, this happened. So she said, I don't need a man. And the universe was like, yes, you do. And then this firestorm happens. By the way, this would absolutely happen to me. Absolutely. Uh, I probably wouldn't do the turkey baster if I had to. Like, let's say I didn't have a husband. I wouldn't do the turkey baster because I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get it on me. I don't I would probably walk to a place and cry to something like, oh, please, can someone help me? I don't know what I did. I don't. This is why I don't do things like this. This is why I don't do things like this. I don't change the oil. I don't involve myself in what I don't know and what I don't care to learn. In fact, somebody said the other day, Jesse Kelly put a tweet out. You guys know Jesse Kelly? He was on here early on. He did something about escape the room. <laughs> and he said how he does pay a really bad job at escape the room. And, you know, that's another thing. I don't need to be figuring that stuff out. You know what would happen in Escape the Room? If my husband and I did an Escape the Room, I would get distracted by a snack. I would probably have something like a little I brought with me and I would sit and I'd be like a little kid, like eating it and distracted. If I had my son with me, we'd be playing some type of game and my husband would be there figuring out, all right, babe, come on, let's go next room. That's how that would work. Like I don't have the, the need to do those things. And the reality is a lot of women don't. They force themselves to look, I have to be self-sufficient all the time. I have to be able to do this. I have to compete with a man. Then they do it and they're miserable at their core. So ladies, here's the bottom line. You don't have to change your oil in your car. You don't even have to learn how to do it. But then you have to acknowledge that you want a man to do that and you have to go get one. And you can't be super duper picky in the process or you're going to be alone at night, 10 o'clock, overfill your oil cry, go get a turkey baster trying to get that oil out, embarrass yourself, and ultimately have to have a man fix it anyway. Okay. Um, that is it for today. I want to just address the last few in the chat. These two, right, Telly? Yeah. Okay. We have Altino. I can't wait for the merch. <clears throat> Need it nasty. I should have more coming in right now. Okay, so let's, uh, you can, can you send those in yep. while I'm, um, Rob Boudreaux gave five bucks. Definitely not part of the matrix. You a regular. I own a lawn service here in Louisiana. Oh, how nice. A lawn service. That's another thing I wouldn't do. Just saying, I would, I'm very happy to delegate that to folks like you, Rob. Call somebody to come 
And uh, or my husband can do it. He likes to do things like that. I don't know. He you know what he did? Let me just give props for a second. We hire we, we I have this advanced water filtration system because, you know, the matrix water is what it is. And I have it under my it's very involved. Like my pl- there was a plumber that I had to do it once a long time ago. And he was like, this is very my husband just gets down and does it. And I'm just like, hee. I had a snack while he was doing that. Just saying, Rick Bourne, 20 bucks. Can we point out all the women who were in charge of SVB bank and what happened as they focused on transgender and other PC causes rather than worrying about PE ratios, profits and other old white guy stuff and math. I don't know what a PE ratio is, Rick, and I don't feel inclined to learn. So I'm <laughs> glad that somebody does. Um, yeah. You ever see me on PBD show, which, by the way, I'm going to be on PBD show tomorrow morning. I'm, I'm rejoining the show to say hello. But whenever we get to the business topics, I just say, PBD, this is all you. You and Tom, you can talk, interest rates, all that stuff. Mm. I, I don't. It's the price to earning ratio. Okay. Yeah. Well, Delhi, maybe we can have Delhi manage all of our finances <laughs> here at JB Live. Is that good, Delhi? Is that the last yep. one? Okay. Well, thank you, everyone. Oh, no, there's one more. Omega Rosetsu, five bucks. If there were no men, there'd be a war every 28 days. Joking aside, Olga of Kia was the most brutal queen in war history. Second is Tamaris of Scythia? Scythia? Somebody knows their history. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Sorry I was a little bit late. Um, Oh, I'm going to have so many stories for you as to what just transpired and so much advice on how you can avoid the mayhem. Thank you for being with us. I'll be on uh, PBD Podcast tomorrow morning, and then I will be back here on Wednesday with a brand new show. See you soon.